morning, I want to speak to you about something I normally say on social media, which I've not said this year. Speak live. Can you tell your neighbor, say, speak live. All right. Um, Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6. Hebrews chapter 13, from verse 5 to 6. The Bible says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Can we say together that last verse? verse 6 because the Bible says we should boldly say it and I want you to say it very confident say it with with bring some things into your mind that is threatening you bring some things that is a challenge bring some financial matter to 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 bear and then you are almost like you are looking at that issue in the face uh, and saying I am boldly saying let's do it together so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper i will not fear what man can do to me we have been talking about game changers since we started the year 2023 and we've been looking at how some things can change the game how a year can be different because many of us that are listening to me this morning this may not be your first year you have seen many new years before and so why will this be different from the last one why will this not look at the, like the last year why would this not look like every other year because sometimes uh, we always get back to what things used to be you know sometimes we we raise our hopes high but it looks like things always get back to what it used to be and so some people have even coined phrase like as it was so it is and evermore shall it be if it is the word of God that is true but there are many things that God can change God is a game changer God is a changer God changes things he does not change but he changes things and so we've been walking through how do you change a year how do you change the game how can things be different and we stumbled on something that can change the game and we we spoke about thoughts we declared that thoughts are powerful enough to become reality that in fact as a man thinks in his heart so is he so when you are thinking that is how your living will look like and then last week we ended with the fact that you know that you don't allow yourself to just think anyhow you learn to capture thoughts you learn to capture thoughts so let me take you from there this morning and show you how to capture thoughts because sometimes some people are like I don't know how to think good things I'm always my mind is always racing and I, I, I just can't help it I want to show you that you can help it by the help of God how do you capture thoughts you capture thoughts thoughts by words you capture thoughts by your words look at this scripture we read it last week too matthew chapter 6 verse 25 it says therefore i say to you do not worry what you will eat what you will drink it says uh, or what you will put on it says is life not more than raiment you know uh, it, it, it says it says that then and then 
if you move to verse 28 he says so why are you worried about what you are going to eat what you are going to wear what you are going to uh, uh what you are going to eat he says for these things do the gentile seek he says he says so don't worry about these things he says in verse 31 he says therefore do not worry saying we sh what shall we eat what shall we wear what shall we and all of that kind of thing so if you start that verse 25 especially from the king james version it says take note thought saying take note thought saying so we take thoughts when we begin to say them and then we can control thoughts when we see them you see every time once in a while we'll tell you to declare this thing we'll tell you to declare no matter what you were thinking before we told you to speak that what you were thinking will pause and then what you say will take over what you are saying so that means in the frequency of events your thoughts work at a lower frequency at a lower uh, uh, wavelength than words so that means that if you want to override any thought you speak to that thought that is why if you don't know how to speak if your mouth is not speaking live your thoughts will be directing you and your thought and your mouth will not let your life be Become what God wants you to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to let you understand that words are a big deal. Words are powerful. In fact, I believe that in our world, this is a world of words. This is a world dominated by words. Words. That is why the news media always says something. And that is why on radio you are hearing something. That is why on social media there are different kind of news. That is why. Why? Because anybody that wins the war of words will win. When David was going to stand before Goliath and was going to bring down Goliath, what was David doing? David fought. I'm sure David was having thoughts in his head. The thoughts that says, are you, are you out of your mind? You are a small boy. How can a small boy take on a giant? You, even if you are not a small boy, you are not trained. How can an untrained person take off a, a trained person? Even if you were trained, how can uh, you that you probably just started receiving your training take on some who you can call the elite of the elite is the captain of the host of the Philistines what is going on in your mind what is going on and David attacked the thoughts by what he was saying David began to say big words big words that will swallow small thoughts because if you know how to say big thought words any small thought you will drown it that's why some of us are we have very big mouth we say big things. We tell ourselves we are going to more than double. We tell ourselves that we are going to take the world. And some people are thinking that are you daydreaming? Are you just living in fool's paradise? But, but ladies and gentlemen, we buy things or we create things in this world by words. Bible speaking in Hebrews chapter 11, you know, it makes us to understand that the world was created by the words of God. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1 verse 6, Genesis chapter 1 verse 9, Genesis chapter 1 verse 11, Genesis chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible says, God said, and all that God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God was creating. So ladies and gentlemen, your words are not just for communication, your words are for creation. 
we are creating when we speak we are not just communicating in fact the first time man began to speak what god used man to say was that man should name the animals man was also supposed to join god in that creation process god created everything and god now employed man to begin to speak and whatever man called them that was what it were you see it's so important how words were and how language was that in uh, at the tower of babel the bible talked about the fact that it was one language that they had they had one language they had one language and you see because of that one language the bible said whatever they desire to do they, nobody will be able to stop them that means that whenever you find a people that are speaking one language especially consistent with what wants to be created those people are going to get what they want to be created uh, they are going to have it uh, done so uh, the, the, the bible said god scattered their language and for me, it's always interesting when I read Acts that when the church was going to be formally inaugurated and pushed into motion, the Bible said language was affected again. Remember that in Genesis, language was messed up. And that was where the chaos came from when, when the spread of men and all of that kind of thing happened. But the Bible now tells us in Acts chapter 2 that they were in one accord in the same place. And the Bible said... The, the Holy Ghost came and touched their tongue because he knew that if he wanted to make this church to stand, he had to do something to their language. So there is something about words. There is something about language. You see, the most powerful part of any human being, I believe, is their mouth. Your mouth is very, very powerful. Not because it's used for eating, but it's because it is used for speaking let's look at a couple of scriptures talking about the mouth proverbs chapter 21 and verse 23 proverbs 21 and 23 and then we'll look at james chapter 3 and verse 2 and matthew 22 and verse 15 the bible says whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles if you can guard your mouth you can guard your life if you guard your mouth you have guarded your life it says you keep your soul from trouble james chapter 3 and verse 2 the bible says that the mouth is like the control center it says for we all stumble in many things if anyone does not stumble in word is a perfect man able also to bridle the old body that means where your mouth goes that's where your body goes where your mouth goes that's where everything about you goes so we move in the direction of our speaking we move in the direction of our word even god moves in the direction of his word i mean we read it uh, in, in in our discussion in this teaching isaiah chapter 55 where god was speaking from verse 8 he says my thoughts are not your thoughts then he now added to it uh, my words are not your words or my ways are not your ways and he now said as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than you then he, he, he finishes it like this he says just as the dew does not return uh, until it nourishes the plants and, and, and seeds upon the earth he says so it is the words that the Lord speak it will not return unto me void God's word is even so powerful that the Bible says he has exalted it of his name so that means uh, the words are very very powerful 
words are very very powerful now let me walk through some things that will help you maximize your speaking life first of all the first thing you need to know about words and the thing that you need to ingrain in your word is that we have a speaking God our God is a speaking God so there is something we call the Word of God there is something called the Word of God now this Word of God is essentially the written Word of God the written word of God. The written word of God contains the intent and the will of God. It is what we call the Bible today. It is the intention of God. It is the will of God. It is the surest verdict of God. And hear me, children of God. Some of us, we've been exposed to maybe the prophetic. Somebody comes and tells you something and all of that kind of thing. Praise God for that. There is a dimension of that. I will talk about that in a little bit. But you see, the greatest and surest prophecy is the word of God. If you get the word of God, even if you don't get any, somebody rolls their high, somebody shakes their body, somebody describes your name and gives you your phone number. If you take this word and sit with this word, it's enough because it is the word of God. Look at this scripture. 2 Peter chapter 1, 19 to 20. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 19 to 20 the bible speaking there it says that um, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed what is the prophetic word scriptures so we have the prophetic word confirmed no 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 go back 19 so we have the prophetic word confirmed which we do well to heed as a light that shines in the dark place until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your heart verse 20 says knowing this first that no prophecy of scripture so the bible calls this verse of scripture calls the bible a prophecy of scripture it says no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation so if I go to the Bible and I use the Bible as my script as my prophecy and I proclaim it and I say it and I and it is as if what God said in the beginning it is as if God is saying it now so what is Bible saying here the Word of God the written Word of God contains the intent of God but it is the surest verdict so if I have a report and if I can read in the word that negates that report I can use the verdict of the word and that scripture says we do well to hold on to it like a light that is shining it talks about it as if when the day is about to break forth when the day is about to break forth you just see something tiny it looks smaller but if you hold on to it you will now see that light will cover the whole place God says that if you hold on to my word like that and don't drop it and don't leave it it may look like something Something little. In fact, you may not see anything that makes it look like that word will come to pass. But if you don't lose it, if you don't drop it, he says that that word is so sure that that word will become your reality. That's what the word of God, that's what the Bible is telling us this morning. So the word of God is a domain of words that you need to be familiar with. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know the word of God, every other thing I say this morning will not be relevant. Every other thing that you say will not necessarily make meaning because it is the word of God that God 
confirms God does not watch over your word to perform it. He watches over his word to perform it. I've said it many times. God does not just answer prayers. He answers his own prayers. If you come with your own prayers, made up ideas, made up prayer, well, if it lines with his word, it takes it over. But if it doesn't line with his word, it will just discard it as if you have come to say jargons. Because God is obsessed with his word. Okay? And so when you get his word, if you get his word, you have gotten his mind. If you get his mind, you have gotten him to move. And when God moves, scripture even says, his enemies will scatter. So there's the written word of God. But you see, sometimes we seemingly find ourselves in places where we're asking, well, which Bible verse applies to this now? Which Bible verse? Like, somebody hit my car this morning and I don't have insurance. No, it's not a true life story. <laughs> because if you are like, ah, ah, ah. no, they didn't hit my car. They can't hit it for now <laughs> or for never. <laughs> and I don't have insurance. What word? What word of God? What it is written will I use for that? That is where you don't only have the written word of God, but you engage with the spirit of God so that there can be the word from God. So God not only has the ability to deal with you from the written word, there is also the spoken word. There is also the express word. There is also the now word. There is also a word that he can send to you. Just like the Bible said, he sent a word into Jacob and that word caused something. So there, there can be that dimension of God relating to you with word. I want you to understand uh, um, that the word of God can also uh, come to you expressly. The Bible speaking in Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 2. Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 2. He said, the spirit entered into me when he came unto me, when he spoke unto me. Meaning that there was a quickening. So one of the things that God does is that, especially when you start relating with the written word of God, your vocabulary becomes good so that God can quicken words inside you. God can quicken things. And sometimes what he quickens may not necessarily be verbatim scripture for scripture, but it will not violate scripture. It will still be in consonant and in line with, but it's a quickened word. It's an express word. In fact, when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, in Matthew chapter 4, in verse 4, one of the things Jesus told the devil was this, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God that emanates that proceed every express word of God for example you can come into a service there can be an express word I mean I've entered services before and the musician said one line and that was it it was an express word in some parlance we call it the rima word it is the word coming and becoming flesh it is the word spoken to you it is the lively word it is the spirit of the Lord quickening that word and making it lively because you see let me tell you the truth except that begins to happen with the word of God this is just a, an ordinary literature that's why there are people that have read this book and say there is no God why there was no quickening if there's no quickening this is just ink this is just letter and the Bible even says the letter kill it did you know it was based on this book that some people killed Jesus not the entirety of this book it was that they were reading this book. They were reading it when Jesus was speaking in John chapter 8. I say, I am my father. I want. They were so angry. 
it was from this book that how can you a man equate yourself with god is why because they read it but there was a veil when i talk about the word coming from god the veil is removed i pray for you this morning especially as you engage with the bible this year as your relationship with the word of god becomes better as you don't play church with god i ask that god will open your eyes the veil be taken away from you in the name of jesus so there is the word of god and that word is both written and quickened you don't want to stop at the written you start from the written till you get to the quickening that's why we come to church that's why we sing that's why we create atmospheres atmosphere that will power quickening god will quicken something in your spirit you will just have a knowing you will just have a sense you will just have an a hodge it will just witness to your spirit it will just seem good to you like uh, uh, the apostle said in acts chapter 13 that it seemed good to us and the holy spirit so the word of god well ladies and gentlemen in the dynamics of speaking life it is not just the word of god the word of god in the mouth of god is good but for your life you need the word of god in your mouth you need to put the word of god in your mouth let me tell you the truth every word you are saying or speaking is doing something every word you are sp speaking is doing something what you say is very 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 important and mark 11 chapter 23 tells us you can have what you say you can have what you say especially when you start from the word of god you have read the written word there is a quickening word and the bible makes me understand in mark chapter 11 verse 23 that whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed and shall not doubt in his mouth in his heart but believe that which he says he says he will have whatsoever he says he will have whatsoever he says so god is telling you and i that our mouth if we allow that our mouth to walk with him it will be a partner with him if you allow your mouth to be a partner with god it will do so many things it will do amazing things in year 2023 uh, there may be things that are not working do not use your mouth to join with that thing you know sometimes some people they'll tell you things like this and well for me i'm just a very real person i'm just an authentic person let me tell you the truth the realest real is not visible because what you call visible is not real it is temporary that's what the bible says second corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 it says uh, we understand that the invisible controls the visible that means when you talk about real what you are even calling real is subservient it's not really real it is a fact but it is not the truth and let me tell you the truth truth is bigger than fact so when i see something in this natural world uh, that is just something i am seeing now because it is not eternal it is the unseen things the word of god that is more eternal so don't tell me that well i see it as i see it oh if you say it as you see it you will keep it as it is but if you say it as the word sees it the word which is eternal that is quickened on the inside of you when you put it on your mouth and you say the word and not say the issue and you say the word and not say the problem you say the word and not say the history you say the word and not say the news and be regurgitating what is going on on social media you will see the word in genesis chapter one genesis chapter one 
when you when we got to meet God after the Bible says God created heaven and earth by verse 2 God's project was already in jeopardy just like some people's 2023 is already like wow this new year resolution I've already filled in that my reading plan in that my weight loss plan all kinds of failure that's probably where God was still there and God never never told us how it was like describing it with his mouth God never told us God never said how deep the darkness how great the darkness how bad this thing has been has been and later on in scripture we understand that that darkness might have been caused by when God told the devil to come down from heaven or when the devil was you know rendered homeless amen I hope you know that the devil is really homeless he was supposed not to be homeless but he's now homeless and that's why he's always looking for homes and people to take over but he won't find you <laughs> in Jesus name so God did not describe the problem God began to speak the solution God began to speak life he began to speak life to the dead I like what my sister said he said when they brought Ezekiel to the dry bone <laughs> the thing bone is a problem because if you are looking for army and you start from bone that's a big 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 issue amen because it was army that Ezekiel did and then we started from bone now to start from bone is a problem now to start from dry bone is a bigger problem of a problem but God told the son of man the word of God the word from God that I tell you you say it and you will see it when God started saying those two things to him God didn't see it because there are jurid, there are some things that God has done if you read Genesis chapter 1 you'll find out that really God has handed the earth to you and I so when God wants to do things here he usually needs a spokesman he needs a man he needs a woman who will begin to speak those things like he did it in Genesis 1 and when there is that man that speaks it like Ezekiel there can be giant there can be a very massive army that can rise up and i know that in your life uh, the army that god wants for you in this season and beyond uh, will rise up in the name of jesus so we speak life we speak life from the written word of god and the quicken word of god quicken word of god god will quicken something inside your spirit as you are reading the scripture one word will jump to you uh, and you feel like I, I, I connect with this then you keep saying it you put it on your lips uh, that was what God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 uh, he told him to meditate he says that he may observe to do and you see the word meditate uh, as explained by uh, the Hebrew people is, is the same word to mutter under your breath so God was saying read this thing so much and you begin to mutter it under your breath if you still go to the wailing wall in Israel today that's what they are doing when they stand there and they do something like this they are, they are muttering it under their breath they are saying it they are saying it they are saying it they are muttering and you see one of the things that that does is this it begins to train your spirit man it begins to train you to receive it because many times 
people say something, they don't really believe it yet. But the more you say it, you will believe it. The more you say it, you will believe it. It comes into you. In fact, the truth of the matter is that in Romans chapter 10, when the Bible was talking about the fact that um, uh, with the heart man believeth unto uh, uh, salvation, uh, with, the, uh, with the heart man believes, and with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. What he was saying is that when we, it is when we put our words to it, it is when we add our mouth to it, that the equation of faith, that the receiving of salvation will be complete. So anything in this kingdom still works like that. It will start as a heart matter, but you will say it out. The Bible now later says in verse 10 of Romans chapter, chapter 10, it says that, so now faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What is that hearing? That hearing is not even the hearing with your human ear. It is hearing with the, high, the ear of your spirit because you have more than one ear. You have an inner ear. That's why when you sometimes, you, even if you close your ears and you speak, you will hear yourself because you have an inner ear. And it's that inner ear that needs to hear faith. And most of the time, that inner ear needs you to put the word in your mouth and repeat it. That inner ear will now hear and then faith will be formed. So this morning, God is saying, look, you will change the game when you change your thoughts. But your thoughts you'll be controlled by your words and these your words you must put it in your mouth and you must begin to say it you must learn ladies and gentlemen to have what the bible calls a learned tongue in isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4 isaiah 50 and 4 the the the, the prophet began to speak here in isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4 he says are you giving me that the way you guys are moving with this, my notes, it's like you have my notes and I didn't send it to you, but you have some of these scriptures that I want, but not yet. Isaiah 50 verse 4, is it coming? Isaiah 60 verse 4 says, I, I, you know, it says morning by morning, he awakened me and he gives me the tongue of the learned. So I have the tongue of the learned. I can speak like he that is trained. I can speak like the learned. So ladies and gentlemen, you can train your tongue. You can have the tongue of the learned. You can't, you can't, you can't say, I, mean, I just say bad things. No, you can train your tongue. You can walk with God. You can walk with the word of God, the written word of God, the quickening word of God. And with walking with God, you can begin to train your tongue. And when you train that your tongue long enough, what you are saying, you will see it. I'm praying for somebody this morning. There is a change coming in your direction. In the name of Jesus. Bible speaking in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says, We have in the same spirit of faith. It says, as I have believed, so have I spoken. So when I believe, I speak in line with what I have believed. The spirit of faith is always speaking in line with what you have believed. Uh, and speaking in life with what you have believed is what the Bible puts in Psalm 45 verse 1 as having the tongue of a ready writer. Ladies and gentlemen, we can write with our tongues. In, in Psalm 45 verse 1, the psalmist says, my heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is pondering something. He says, but you see, I am going to now write the check that I'm processing inside my heart. I will write it with my tongue. He says, my tongue has become the pen of a ready writer. So it is by my tongue, I put my 
I put hand or I link up with the ink of the word of God and I write myself my check. I write myself my freedom. I write myself out. I take myself out from wherever the devil put me. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't learn this, even if God in a supernatural way just removes you from a place, you can take yourself back there. God had removed the children of Israel from Egypt by his mighty outstretched arm. And the Bible said, with their own mouth, they didn't take themselves physically to Egypt, but they brought themselves back to Egypt. God had taken them away from Egypt, but they eventually died as if they, went to, they were still in Egypt. Why? Because they used the mouth, their mouth in the ink to take themselves back there. That's why God told them in Numbers chapter 14, Numbers chapter 14, and I will read verse 28. The Bible says, yes, it says, say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as I have spoken in my hearing, or just as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you. God is saying, even when you are speaking to other people, I am hearing, and just as you have spoken, I will do to you. Let me tell you this, we are praying church, we believe in prayer. I believe in prayer a lot. I pray quite extensively. And I've been doing it for quite a little bit. But you see, the reason why many people's prayer are not effective, is not that they didn't pray right. It's that they don't speak right. Because you see, we undo whatever we have prayed when we keep saying it. Because you see, when you are talking to your friend, even the casual conversation is a big deal. That's why the psalmist was praying in Psalm 19 and 14. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in your sight, O God. That means even when I'm casual, I am still conscious that I am speaking and I want to speak life. I will not speak death. I will not speak economy. I will not speak situation. I will not speak today. I will speak life. I will not speak where I am. Even when things are low, I will not speak the low things. I will speak the high things. Some people say, well, you, you are in delusion. Who told you that? I am not in delusion. I am speaking the word of God. The word of God is already written. It's already settled. It has already been written concerning me. It has already been said, because I love him, I will show him my salvation. It has already been written. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. If I am wanting today, the Lord is my shepherd cannot be rewritten. It has already been closed. It's a written document. It's a concluded statement. I have to align with it and I'm not going to allow today to now redefine it is written. So what do I do? Even in casual moments, I don't, I don't just say anything because, you know, I just want to be real. I, I, I don't want it to look like I am just faking it. No, 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 no. I will say of the Lord, the Lord is my strength and my refuge. I will say what the Lord says. I won't say what I say. I won't say what I say. You know, why you have to be conscious of what you say? Is that our words is what engage angels. Angels are real, my friends. Angels are real. And it is your words that get them busy. They are real and they are your messengers. If you meet anybody that prays to angels, that person is deluded. That person is wrong. You don't pray to your messengers. No. You pray to the master of the house. Uh, so you don't pray to angels. But you can get angels busy. You can get angels working. And you don't necessarily need to say angels work. You can do that. You can say angels go. Now you can try to do that and all of that. But more importantly, your words. Angels are voice activated. Uh, it is voices. 
they hearken to voices especially if you have the air of salvation they are waiting they are like alexa they are waiting for you to say hey siri hey alexa so when you are speaking they are picking it up they are picking it up before this technology people picked up alexa and all these things that are listening to people angels have been listening so when we show up and we are talking husband and wife at home the angels are there they are doing what they were doing in in genesis chapter 28 the bible said there was a ladder to heaven they were ascending and descending they are still ascending and descending what are they doing they are listening for words they are listening for words and they are bringing results down they are taking requests up but sometimes god's people they are not sending the right request up they just come into an environment like this they see everything right but immediately they live here they go back to business and here and begin to talk anyhow no 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 the bible speaking in hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 he says are angels not ministering spirit he says they are ministering spirit in other words they run errands they are your delivery men and these delivery men they minister for them that should be heirs of salvation their voice activate the bible says the angels of god the lord into your word and let me tell you the truth the word of God in God's mouth the word of God in your mouth the angels will be either way whether it's God that spoke it or it is you that spoke it as long as it's the word of God is the word from God is the word of life and you are speaking it irrespectively they will take it over and they are waiting for you look at your neighbor say angels are waiting for you to speak life Okay, now you speak life. Say some things about yourself. Say some things about yourself. Declare some life about yourself. This 2023 is my best year. Yes, yes, yes. The lines are falling for me in pleasing places. I have a goodly heritage. My tomorrow is better than yesterday. I am not my past. I am not my history. No weapon formed or fashion against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me, this morning I condemn. I will say of the Lord is my refuge. It's the glory and the lifter up of my head. The, a thousand can fall at my right and ten thousand at my left. I will not be hurt in the name of Jesus. So your words put angels to work. Your words is also the real biblical way of sowing seeds. Your words is the real biblical way of sowing seeds. Many times you read in the gospel, that Jesus will say, the kingdom of God is like as a man should sow seeds. The kingdom of God is like somebody should plant. The kingdom of God is akin to an agricultural system. And in that agricultural system, seed sowing is very important. In Galatians chapter 6 verse 7, Galatians chapter 6 verse 7, the Bible says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that he will reap. Most of the time, many of us think about sowing seeds, especially within the conference of church, as giving money. There's a part to that. But the larger part of that is speaking, is words. Because the sower sow the word. It was the word. I remember in Mark chapter 4, it was the word that the, sower, that, that the enemy was looking for. It was the word. It was the word. And the word was good, 
but it was the heart that the word was getting into. You know, there were different soils or different heart there, but the soil, so the word. So the word is the most important thing. And the way to put that word in the seed, in the, in the ground, is by speaking it. You speak it out. You say it out. You declare it. You make it known. You don't keep quiet. You don't say it once in a while and forget it. No, 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 no. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. You keep sowing the word. Because the more you sow the word, the more your harvest will come. I like that Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. If you get to verse 9, the Bible says, you will reap in due season if you faint not. What does that mean? It means if you keep sowing the word, you will reap. Some people may look at you now and say, look at you. They're just talking anyhow. You are proud. No, I am saying the word of God. And it is pride to not align with the word of God. Real pride is when you don't say what God says. It's when you don't believe what God believes. If God says you are the head, you are proud to say you are the tailor. Under humility, you are still proud. Because if God says it, he knows better than you. So in the bid to be humble, I will say what he said. I will believe what he believes and I will say it boldly like that scripture tells us he says I will boldly say the Lord is my help I will not fear what man can do to me so when we say the word of God we get angels to work when we say the word of God we get seeds to be sown and let me begin to round up like this well the words that you put in your mouth you don't say what you see but you say what you want to see you don't say what you see, but you say what you want to see. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 says, We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't walk by five senses, we walk by faith. We walk by faith. And let, let me say this to you. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6 that we started with, he says, He has said it. God said to us, He said, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you because of what he has said or because of the word of God we will boldly say so I want to tell you this boldly declare it boldly speak to situation boldly speak to things boldly speak to your body boldly speak to your marriage boldly speak to your academics boldly speak to your account Jesus spoke to more than he, don't, he didn't only speak to human beings he spoke to mountains he spoke to trees he spoke he, he even spoke to affect donkey so if Jesus is speaking to odd things other than human beings you should not be keeping quiet because Jesus is the express word of God so this morning I'm saying to you if God has said it you should be saying it in Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you, it says, you shall condemn. Not God. You shall condemn. How do you condemn? You also raise your tongue. You make sure your tongue is louder than theirs. You make sure your words is louder than theirs. When they are saying their own, you say your own. And you say your own, putting your mouth into the word of God and writing a check for yourself. Because when you do that, you are speaking life and when you speak life you will see life when you speak life life will show up when you speak life every form of dry bone will come to life i prophesy this morning as we stand up i prophesy if into somebody's life that in the name of jesus everything that is dead everything that is dying let it hear the word of the lord let there be life in the name of jesus i want you to speak to god yourself now you are going to say, God, 
help me to have a learned tongue. It's the prayer from Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4. God give me a learned tongue, an educated tongue. Help my tongue to be trained by your word. Help me that I will not speak what I see. I will say what you want me to say in the name of Jesus. A learned tongue. I receive it this morning to the glory of your name. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. I want to pray with somebody this morning who wants to say, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. I want to have a new relationship with Jesus. Somebody may say, this is my first time of doing that. Another person may say, I've done that before. But whichever category you are, I want you to put your hands on your chest. Every other person in this room too will do the same. Whether they have given their life to Jesus or not, we just want to encourage you so that you will know that we are your brothers and your sisters. And we are rooting for you to have a new relationship with Jesus. Because you see, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, there's only a limit to what your words can do. But if you have a relationship with him, the Bible says angels will be listening out for your words because they are supposed to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. I want you to say aloud with me, everybody in this room, say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died, was buried, and rose up because of me. This morning, I surrender myself to him in Jesus' name. I declare that my sins are forgiven and I am born again. And my name is now in the Lamb's book of life in the name of Jesus. From today, I receive grace to live for Jesus. My mouth is trained in the name of Jesus.